Thank you so much for um, taking the time to sit down. Uh, I Before this, I watched your video uh, where you talked about how you got into uh, the hobby, mm. um, which was a really wonderful video, actually, mm. uh, because um, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, when, when they stumble upon your channel, uh, it's really nice to see just like, you know, wow, someone's so passionate about, you know, uh, a pretty niche section of gaming, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. yes, a lot of people are are into video games and such, but yeah. the yeah. anime specific and JRPG yeah. section of it is so niche that it's 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 really cool uh, to see someone uh, dive into it so yeah. deep. Yeah, uh, yeah. I assume you're referring to my video, how I got into gaming. Uh, that, Correct. That's uh, the funny thing about that video is that I almost didn't make it, um, and mm. I I'd had uh, long time subscribers who know me quite well by now uh, asking mm -hmm. for a very long time for years actually saying Britta, will you tell us how you got into gaming? And I always said, mm. well, that's such a personal story, and it's bound up with you know a very a problematic uh, period in my life. I I wasn't really sure. comfortable talking about it. And mm -hmm. uh, so I said, just leave it. And if I ever feel the time is right, I'll do it. And uh, at some point, it just suddenly it just suddenly clicked. And I just sat down and I put up the camera. And in one take, I just talked about it. And mm. uh, I'd only meant that video really for... Uh, for the people already on my channel who who sort of knew mm -hmm. my background a bit, and I always assumed it would only have a very uh, limited appeal, really, because who wants to listen to an old woman talk about how she got into video games? That just seemed unlikely to me. So I did it mm. very much for my longtime supporters. That's how I saw it, and that's how I spoke in the video. And when people started pouring in and uh, you, mm. you know what it's like uh, uh, when views spike a bit um youtube picks sure. it up in the algorithm and it just went you know berserk really and i had a lot of right. new, new people coming in uh, and on the whole the the response has been remarkably positive um so yeah that that was a bit of an un unusual video, really, but it has also been helpful uh, to mm -hmm. explain to people. The thing that personally always surprises me is uh, people saying, oh, this is so niche what you're into, Britta. But to, <laughs> but to me, it isn't niche at all. I, sure. I, I was saying, why are people not into anime? I don't understand it. <laughs> you know, it, it, to me, when I started gaming, it was, uh, I don't know whether it was chance or what, but um, I certainly had a, a friend who helped me in the very early days, and mm. he, he sort of nudged me a bit towards JRPGs. And the mm. moment I played, started playing Japanese games, I just felt at home. 
you know, mm, that, and that's really okay. what you look for in any hobby, you know, you just feel sure. that, that this is my thing, I felt. And yeah. uh, I've explored many other genres and also Western RPGs, and uh, I like them all, but the Japanese games, and, and in particular the anime style JRPGs, uh, are my big favorite. So mm. uh, to me, this is a big world, and it's incredibly important. And to have it called niche is kind of odd because it occupies my life. <laughs> well, I'm the same way. I'm I've been you know very much into anime and mm. th that sector you know for for yeah pr uh, pretty much you know like fifteen twenty years you know yes. so yeah uh, uh but I I think you know nowadays it's definitely gained much more traction and popularity like you know kids these days can just watch yeah. you know anime yep. streaming online you know yeah. it, yep. it's much more accessible which is wonderful yes it um, is. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, it's on Netflix, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, it's in theaters, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's really great. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I really loved about the video um, was the way you sort of described when you were first getting into the hobby of gaming in general, how you were kind of researching, like, mm. oh, what's the history of games and what mm. are the best games mm. and what are people talking about? Mm. And... I connected to that on uh, uh, personally because that's how I always dive into yep. my new hobbies. Mm -hmm. Like for me, um, uh, tabletop board games are mm -hmm. a big hobby of mine. Yes, I noticed. So I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And that started maybe about mm, at this point, maybe eight, nine years ago. Mm -hmm. And I just dove in and I've at this point I've played, you know, over a thousand games mm. now and I have a extensive collection and mm. so uh I really connected to your enthusiasm mm. um yeah. for you this new hobby. Um now before um you got into gaming, did you have any exposure at all to anime or JRPGs at all like prior? Uh no. Um because of course, uh, video games um, didn't exist when I was young. And mm -hmm. um, because I live in New Zealand, uh, you know, we're, we're a pretty small place and uh, it it can take quite some time, many years, uh, to for certain trends to filter through. Mm. And uh, while there is an anime community in New Zealand, I think it's pretty small. And what's available here is very, very limited. Uh, so you wouldn't just stumble across it, you know, walking through your local shopping mall, seeing something in a shop window or uh, mm. just walking around talking to people they wouldn't just say oh I've been watching an anime lately it's highly unlikely <laughs> so sure. I, I think I, I was trying to actually think back to that because I had a feeling you might ask me that um, uh -huh. I can only track it back to us watching the first ever anime movie we saw and I think that must have been spirited away Mm, so that I would see. be just over 10 years ago, I think. Um, so Studio Ghibli has uh, has had a huge impact on us. And mm. that's when suddenly it was, we were just blown away by it. It just opened up a whole new world to us that we didn't really previously know existed. Yeah.
Mm. Does does your husband share any of your enthusiasm he, he, for yes. the anime? Yes. Oh, I yes. see. Yes, he does. Um, I, I mean, he he sort of uh, because well, we try to share, you know, pretty much um, uh, everything. And sure. uh, he at first I wasn't sure whether he would like it, but uh, Studio mm-hmm. Ghibli is such an easy introduction for anyone who's never been exposed to this. Uh, to Japanese culture and anime, uh, and mm-hmm. he just uh, like me. It was just like he took to it like a duck to water, really. So uh, mm. we we now watch anime every day. We try to make sure we have one session, even if it's a short one, uh, with sure. with an episode of anime. And we often feel that if we go back to mainstream entertainment, like watching something on Netflix, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that it often feels quite shallow in comparison <laughs> because I'm always yeah. amazed at uh, some, you know, if you look closely at the the depth of uh, themes and topics that are being aired in anime, so sure. uh yeah it's uh, we we miss it when we don't have it so so yes we uh, we try to uh watch anime regularly and yeah it's always a highlight of my day i have to say mm. what have you been watching recently um <clears throat> we have been watching naoki urasawa's monster I I love that's one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah. Are are you enjoying it? We are. I I I bought it as a, a DVD set, and mm-hmm. the DVD um uh, went on the blink on the penultimate mm. episode. So <gasps> yeah, <No. laughs> we've got the final episode to go, and I will be watching that online. Um, yeah, mm. so we, it's by the last episode we're we're finished. Yeah, and it's been an absolutely incredible ride. Uh, we never ever because the seventy four episodes is quite long. We never mm-hmm. ever said, "Oh, we're tired of this. We might watch something else, or let's flag <laughs> it away, or anything like that." No, absolutely not. We just watched it every day. Yeah. It's it, it's, it's a something fantastic you, show. It's absolutely amazing, and to me, there's all sorts of other issues because it's set in Germany, and mm-hmm. of course, I grew up in Germany, and in oh, okay. in fact, my husband and I spent most of the years that the anime covers in the 1980s we spent mm. in germany so i'm oh, okay. i'm you know very familiar with the uh, the environments the, the the culture what you know everything around that period of the mid 1980s in germany sure. uh, so there's a lot of and not just nostalgia for me because there are all sorts of uh, weird issues because um, a monster is a completely Japanese story that 
mm. happens to be set in Germany. And for, yeah. for reasons understandable because German history provides a, such an extraordinary set of circumstances um, mm -hmm. leading up finally to reunification in 1989 uh, that mm -hmm. he, he used all those elements very very well and to great effect. Uh, but to me, there is a sort of weird dissonance in that you see supposedly German people in the anime mm -hmm. who are not German at all to me because they're completely Japanese. <laughs> and sure. I, I had to get over that in, uh, you know, the first few episodes, I constantly felt kind of odd, like I was, what mm. kind of universe is this until I accepted this is a Japanese story and, you right. know, you got to look at it that way. Um, but he uses a lot of themes from uh the wartime and post-war history, which if you're a bit of a history buff or familiar with German history, I think you'd you'd get even more out of it. Let's put it like that. Mm, yeah. I see. Uh, so there, there are layers and layers within that story. Very deep. Mm. Have you um, read uh, any of his other work? Uh, no, I, uh, Monster was our first exposure to him. Since then, I've bought a book of his uh, short stories, and I'm thinking of getting oh I have um, it, it, for me here in New Zealand it can be really really difficult getting hold of uh, manga in particular uh, mm -hmm. especially older ones so they're usually you know sold out long ago and nobody imports them so I have to import them it can get very difficult but I managed sure. to finally get hold of uh, the first volume of his 20th Century Boys, which has Ooh. been highly recommended to me by so many people. Uh, so it's very good. Yeah, I bet it is. I'm really looking forward to it. Yes. So it, it's He's... it's great discovering uh, authors like that, and then being able to, you know, delve into their work. Um, I'm very mm. lucky that one of my other favorite authors, uh, Rumiko Takahashi, has written ah, yes. has written such a lot. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm I'm really going overboard on that. I've I've ordered a lot of her manga stories, and yeah, I I, I love her. I just love her. Mm. Do you have a favorite work by uh, Rumiko Takahashi? I couldn't say because I've really only... Uh, you have to remember I only discovered in uh, inverted commas uh, manga um, mm -hmm. just before Christmas. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Okay. I, I never... Uh, I mean, I'd never seen a manga before. I didn't know how to read it. It was all, you know, another completely new experience, a bit similar to video games. Uh, I always thought, no, I'm not going to go there. People used to ask me, do you read any manga, <laughs> Britta? And I said, look, I, I've got enough to do with my video games and sure, watching sure. anime. You know, that's enough for a 70-year-old lady and uh, mm. I thought it, it, I can't cope with that as well but uh, as it turned out I had to because we were watching The Promised Neverland and I think mm. it's, it, it's a fantastic 
fantastic first season, that anime. Mm-hmm. Absolutely outstanding. Right. And then we watched the second season and I thought, no, no, this won't <laughs> this won't do. This won't do. Sure. I, I'm sorry, no. And I thought I really have to read the manga. And I thought only that one, you know, nothing else. I only yeah, need that one. Right. So I ordered it and I started reading and uh, yeah, I'm still reading it. It's it's fantastic. And uh, well, it, it got its hooks into me and I thought, oh, I wonder what's <laughs> another manga like. Well, it snowballed from there. So I'm just madly trying to catch up on a lot of things. But uh, As it always does, right? Yeah, with all these yeah, with yeah, video but, games, anime, manga, it gets its teeth into you and then yeah, you just <laughs> yeah, I, become obsessed. I, I, I'm reading uh, uh, Rinne at the moment by Rumiko oh, okay. Takahashi, and that is certainly a, f- a favorite with me. But I've got I've got her other books here as well. So Maison Ikoku is really incredibly charming. I love that one. It's absolutely yeah. charming. It's wonderful. And I've got the Mermaid uh, book as well, but haven't started mm. it yet. So, uh, yeah, I've got a good supply sitting here awaiting my reading pleasure. And a recent discovery has been uh, Atelier Witch Hat. Oh, yes. That's a great one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The art is beautiful I, I, on that it's, one. Absolutely amazing. I just fell in love with it from the first page onward. And uh, I'm sitting here, just wait. I have to wait now between three and five months for any uh, manga to arrive that I order. It takes that long now. We were having awful supply problems due to the whole COVID situation. Mm. Uh, so I have to be patient, which which means it's a good thing. I've got other manga piled up I can read in between. Yeah. Mm. Sure, sure. Um, now, going back to, like, let's say the start of the channel, um, what um, prompted you to, you know, I, I've, I've had this hobby, but now I want to maybe share it with, with other people. What kind of led to that uh, development? Uh, it was exactly that, um, sharing it with a few other people. Mm. So uh, one day I suddenly I was playing a, a game, a, a small indie game, and I thought, oh, this is not, I'm really enjoying it. And I hadn't heard anybody else playing it. So I thought, I'll just show some of my friends and uh, because it's so easy on the PlayStation 4 just to hit the record button, um, mm. I I just uploaded a few short sequences of gameplay with a bit of commentary. Uh, and it was just meant for, you know, maybe a dozen, two dozen people I knew. And I said, hey, look, I've uploaded this. Uh, have a look at this. Uh, I think it's quite interesting. Uh, mm. And that was really it. I, I didn't think any further than that. And it was, I noticed that there were more views than there were friends who I had notified. So I thought, oh, you know, a few people stumbled across it and found it interesting. That's nice. Uh, but I I never thought further than that, and it was several months later when I uh, got uh, I bought a secondhand Vita which I imported from Japan, and that was mm-hmm. the first time I'd uh, taken that route. 
and I thought, oh, because I was, uh, for me, the big thing was Twitter and Vita Island, because that, that was my home base, so to speak. And mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to share it with Vita Island. So I uh, propped up my old, you know, phone with the one megapixel camera and uh-huh. uh, just uh, filmed myself for a few minutes unboxing and just commenting on the Vita I'd received from Japan. And then I told people on Twitter, Vita Island, I, you know, if you're interested, have a look. Uh, I've got a secondhand Vita from Japan. And that, that was the one that really got things going because mm. the Vita community is very tight knit. So, sure. you know, there is an. There is an instant uh, interested body of people there. And, (laughs) uh, yeah, I noticed after a few weeks that it had uh, piled up quite a lot of views that I was really surprised about. And people started leaving comments and saying this was really helpful, etc. And I thought, oh, this is fun. You know, you can share stuff with people. And mm. and that's what it was, and you know that's what it still is. It, that it hasn't changed for me. It's never been about anything else, but right, right. what I love about video games and uh, what I like to share. Yeah, yeah. I it's a I guess sort of a similar mentality for me with you know my channel, right? Which I. Never anticipated any any attention whatsoever, but uh, for me, it's always just been a collection of just, this is what I'm interested in. This is what I like to do, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, I do enjoy that as well. Uh, just sharing things, you know, my opinions and that and sort of fostering a community, I think, yeah. can mm-hmm. be very, very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, some... First off, I I have to ask this because my uh, good friend of mine, the who also the who was editing this podcast, uh, has had a question for you because you've played the Persona games, uh, correct? I do. Uh, yes. Uh, have you played three through five? Yes, I've played one. The only one I haven't played much at all is two. I've, I see. I've okay. played three, four, and five. Yes, correct. Oh. Um, he wants to know uh, your favorite characters uh, from each title. Uh, who is your yeah? I, well, who are your favorite characters? I can't really answer that. I mean, I get that question a lot, and okay. I I always say that it would be really um, hard for me to to pick just one because for me the, the what is important about the game is the whole cast of characters and mm. how they how they all you know the writing has to be not just good for one character and maybe middling for the rest that's not gonna work uh-huh. you know it's got to mm. be uh, it's got to be great for all of them and, and, so and for that's, you, it's more about the chemistry uh, uh, of the whole group. Yes, be, uh, I suppose I need to explain a bit um, because sure. I I used to be a fiction writer, uh, you know, a mm. long time ago. So um, I have writing experience. I I have training. I have credentials. I even used to teach online. 
uh, fiction writing. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I look at it possibly f- a bit differently, you know, from how a fan looks at it who who says, oh, my mm. God, I really identify with this character and they, you know, living through the game uh, very much through maybe that one character. And, and mm. I always look at it very uh, differently. I look at the dynamics going on all the time between the characters. Uh, I see. So even, a char- even if I don't like a character because of who they are, I always admire mm-hmm. them because of how well written they are so sure. um uh, my favorite cast probably still is persona 4 mm. um but persona 3 is also i mean they all it, it, it's impossible because it, it, they're all different but they all uh, get their hooks into you yeah so sure, sure. um i i had an early liking for um chie in persona 4 and mm-hmm. uh, i still yeah because she always just she just bounces back you know and mm-hmm. and uh, whenever things get difficult i she just tends to cheer me up you know with her attitude uh, right. Very straightforward, very honest. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I really like that. But I, I like all the others as well, you know. Um, yeah, so I, I'm sorry. I, I've consistently said I'm not picking a favorite. And, <laughs> and I'm sticking with that because the games are just too good for that, I feel. Sure, sure. Yeah. Is there um, a game for you that has just a cast of characters that you really love? Like one of your, you know, uh, just the most enjoyable casts of characters to uh, see interact with each other? Um, I, I'm very fond of the Tales games. And mm. uh, there are quite a few there where I really enjoy uh, the cast. And I think I mentioned it in my video, the very first Tales game I played, Graces F. I, mm-hmm. I still yep. have very fond memories of that cast. Uh, and mm. the one I'm playing at the moment... Uh, is promising to be uh, very good in that department too. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting to know the cast in in the most recent Tales game. Yeah. In uh, Arise? In, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, nice. Um, going back to the channel, um, for the editing of the channel, do you do the editing or do you have uh, somebody else do the editing for your videos? Uh, I wish I had someone who would do the editing for me. <laughs> it drives me completely around the bend, and I, mm. I just fiddle with it forever. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm just a one 
person outfit. You know, I I do mm. I do everything, and sure, uh, there's nobody here who can help me. I'm I'm sitting here in provincial New Zealand, and yeah, it's <laughs> uh, uh, I uh, I had to learn painfully how to mm. edit a video, and it started off with just learning how to trim bits off, uh, but since then I've become quite obsessed with it to the extent that I hardly ever manage to finish a video uh, because mm. I'm always going back re-editing. Uh, that's not good. I need to f I, I need to get on top of that, yeah. Um, mm. But I'm a great believer in that a video doesn't need to be perfect and it doesn't need to sure. look perfect. And in fact, I always strive for it. It, it, it should be... It should be natural, which means mm. it can be imperfect uh, rather than a glossy surface uh, that people can't connect to. I see. I see. Um, now, I, I like to give my guests the opportunity, if they'd like. Uh, is there a, a question for me you'd like to ask or a topic that you would like to bring up? And if not, that's fine. But I, I always like to offer it uh, if if you have any, had anything in mind. No, I hadn't actually thought of any question as such. Uh, sure. The only thing I would like to mention is that uh, both Poodlepa and I are huge fans of Kage. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, because we started watching uh, Ranking of Kings and it was just like we, we just, you know, were submerged in it. We couldn't wait each day to watch another mm. episode. It was just amazing. And we loved Kage from the first moment. And I uh, and Poodle Pa always said, God, that he does that voice really well. And and, <laughs> and I was it funny sounds a bit familiar that voice. <laughs> it, it took me a long time to actually have the presence of mind to check the voice acting. But <laughs> Kage is a firm favorite with us, and I honestly I can't wait for um, hopefully another season to arrive here in the West. Yeah, that would be mm. awesome. I'm I'm so glad to hear that. Akage mm. has definitely been one of my favorite characters I've ever yeah. played in my career. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Every episode is just a delight, uh -huh. and so I'm really glad that you're enjoying it. Yeah. I also am hoping for a second season as yes. well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah um, we'll have to see. Um, these things take time. I read up a bit about sure. the um, the author and his background and how he got into writing a ranking of kings, and it's all really fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. From what I recall, I read an interview with him that he, because he he kind of got into it, quote unquote, later uh, mm. in his in his life, mm. uh, and it it was interesting because I think a lot of comparisons are drawn between. Uh, ranking of Kings, and uh, I, I'm sure you're familiar with like Mob Psycho 100, or uh, or are you familiar with Mob Psycho 100? I've certainly um, 
heard the name and it's been recommended to me, but for some reason I can't access that anime here. Uh, that, I see. That's an ongoing problem, you know, regional mm. differences. Uh, what's available in North America is absolutely astounding and confounding to us here. Uh, we're, mm. we're very limited in, in what's being shown here. And sometimes, you know, I try to access an anime and says like on Crunchyroll and it says oh sorry we we can't uh, we don't have the mm. the rights for your region you can't watch this so um then that's always disappointing but there's not much i can do about that yeah mm. i see yeah i bring it up because um uh both manga are drawn in a way that's not not bad drawing but maybe mm. not like quote-unquote, up to standard of what you would expect from, like, mm. a super polished manga, but the writing for both is really, really top-notch. Oh. So it's 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 very... And I, I believe both of them started as webcomics online. Mm. Um, so it's, it's really cool to see that, you know, something that has the writing to back it up, even if the art isn't necessarily as polished as your typical manga, mm. but getting such beautiful adaptations, you know, mm. in the animated form is, is really, really nice to see. Mm. Um, and Ranking of Kings has definitely uh, been, I think, one of the major hits of, of the year, of the season, mm. which, is, yeah. which is great to mm. see. Um, now, uh, I guess uh, going outside of the... Um, the anime talk you you mentioned you lived in germany for a bit have you lived anywhere else mm -hmm. uh like mm -hmm. in your life like mm -hmm. i don't know like yeah. what is your sort of history of like locations of where you've oh, lived yeah well i was born and raised in germany okay uh, i moved to the uk and lived there for about five years um mm -hmm. and then we came back to germany for a stint that was in the 1980s Mm -hmm. And then we decided to uh, make the big move and we emigrated uh, to New Zealand. And we've been here ever mm. since, yeah, over 30 years. Mm. And what, what was the decision to um, go to New Zealand specifically? Uh, well, what prompted that decision? Well, you know, that's actually, strangely enough, uh, that's quite difficult. Uh, looking mm. back uh, for over 30 years back, I'd probably answer that differently than I would have done at the time. And mm -hmm. while you'd like to think you make very rational decisions when you do something like this, that is not always necessarily the case because sure. your mood and your feelings about the state of the world at the time uh, influence mm. very much what you do. Um, we we knew we weren't totally happy about going back to the UK, so mm -hmm. uh, we said, "Well, uh, you know." People suggested to us, like, why don't you consider Australia, etc.? And we said, yeah, yeah. Mm. So we decided uh, that was really a spur of the moment decision to book a holiday for New Zealand, just traveling around. Mm. And we did that. Uh, I think we, I think it was four, we took a good time. It was like four weeks and we traveled mm. around a lot. And when we returned to Europe, we we just said, 
yeah, we miss New Zealand. And it mm. sort of wormed its way into our affections. And I we see. said, well, we haven't got many other options. Why don't we just try? And my husband applied for a job, uh, well, several, and uh, one of them uh, turned out positive. And mm -hmm. we said, well, this is it, you know. Uh, how often do you get a chance like this? Um, what do we sure. do? And uh, we, we've always liked a bit of adventure, you know. Mm. And I, I, I have a great belief in sometimes just jumping into the water and just start paddling and seeing where you end up. You know, I've mm -hmm. uh, th yeah. things can go wrong, and they have gone wrong, <laughs> but it, they can also turn out uh, in a good way. And it's all what, however it turns out, it's always a great experience. You know that that's what I sure. value. And we just said we're just going to take the plunge. You know uh, what can possibly go wrong? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was a funny time to do it, 1989. But um, uh, since then, uh, uh, you know, everybody said at the time, "You are nuts." You're completely off your rocker. Nobody goes mm. to New Zealand. It's the complete <laughs> back end of the world. Nothing ever happens there. You you will regret this. You know, they told mm. my, my husband, you know, professional advice was do not do it. So we thought, uh -huh. well... We're going to do it now. We're really going to do it now. And we did. Sure. And it, it was tough. It was pretty tough. But it, I wouldn't miss this experience for the world, honestly. It's, mm. And we've done things. Uh, friends back in Europe said later, gosh, they said, we admire what you've done and, uh, and the things you've seen and experienced, you know. Um, mm. And suddenly... Uh, about 10 years or so ago, suddenly New Zealand became fashionable and everybody mm. wanted to travel here. It became a big holiday destination. And I kept sure. getting messages from all around the world. Oh, you live in New Zealand. How did you manage that? <laughs> they wanted advice about how you can emigrate. And of course, it's become very difficult. You can't just arrive in New Zealand. Mm. It, you know, uh, it, it it's not like I'm. I'm glad we did it when we did it because we could still do it the normal way, you know. Just apply sure. for a job and 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 come here, and all we had to do was pack up our belongings and stuff it all in a, a container that went on a big freighter for months around the world, uh, and mm -hmm. and pay for that, and that was a big expense, but nothing like what people have to do these days. So it's supposed to be getting easier in a global world, but I don't see that. I don't think things are getting easier at all. Uh, so anyway, we we landed here and people said, oh, after a year or two, you probably have had enough. You will go back to Europe. You know, they sort of expected <laughs> that. You are, you are citizens of the world. You know, you're Europeans. You won't want to be stuck here in New Zealand. Uh, but we have been pretty happy being stuck here in New Zealand. Yeah. 
There's a few disadvantages. There's a few disadvantages like not getting access easily to anime or manga, uh, but uh, you know mm-hmm. I work my way around that. Uh, on the whole, sure. it, it, nothing's ever perfect in life, but um, we we've had a good life here in New Zealand, and and we love it here, and we we are, you know, we're New Zealand citizens, uh, and. Yeah, it 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 was a good decision. I'm sure we could have made a different decision, and maybe that would have turned out well too. A lot of it has to do with how you approach something. You know, you you sure. you have to make the best of whatever you're given in life. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, now it's fashionable. I think I think a big part of it was definitely like you know the Lord of the Rings films yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, a friend of mine uh, a couple years ago uh, went there to be an extra in the. There's a new Lord of the Rings show mm-hmm. that they are releasing. Mm-hmm. She was an extra, uh, a Hobbit actually. Yes. Uh, in the background. Yeah. And um and she loved New Zealand. She was mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. you know. Wanted to, you know, maybe stay, you know, that yeah. I find a lot of people unexpectedly, maybe like I've had friends go to, you know, like Korea, mm. Japan, you know, countries they've never been to before, but they just uh, unexpectedly fall in mm. love with, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a new country, a new place and yeah. uh, live there. And some of them just live there, for, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. really find themselves happy, which is yes. so I'm glad that it really worked out for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In the end. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm curious about, you mentioned, uh, you had a friend that, uh, sort of steered you towards, mm-hmm. uh, JRPGs in the beginning. Yeah. Um, was, was that friend like a long time fan mm-hmm. of the genre? Uh, yes. Uh, it was someone, mm-hmm. because when I started, uh, trying out games, uh, you know, as I described mm-hmm. in that video, um, I was pretty lost of course at first I needed help uh, and we at the time we had in New Zealand only one or two like online forums where Kiwis mm. gathered and talked about games and I joined mm. uh, one of those forums and uh, posted there and they must have been rather surprised uh, but n- nobody ever said an unkind word or anything uh, it was mm-hmm. it was great really and it was just a chance you know how you meet people online and i happened to meet this person very very early on in the first days of my gaming adventure and we've been friends ever since and and he gave he was a bit of a mentor in the beginning yeah Mm. so i guess i might have been influenced by his uh uh, likes and uh, in gaming Uh, but you know that wouldn't be enough i mean if i tried the games he liked and i didn't get along with them well i would have tried something else you know it it, sure. it wasn't like that it just happened that our uh, interests and likes um overlapped to an astonishing degree uh, mm. and, and that was just that was just lucky um but yeah that was that was great for me to have uh, someone who 
who just supported me, you know, and allowed sure. me. He, he, he never said, oh, don't try this game. or He, he said, well, try and let me know what you think. And then we talked about sure. it. And, and that was just the right approach for me. So, yeah, I... I I feel I've always been lucky like that, uh, that uh, I've been happy to talk to people and I've always met people who've been in return kind and supportive, you know. So uh, once again, it's all about attitude, I think, yeah. Sure. Um, now, I, I guess just some general questions um, for... Uh, well, I, I guess let's just start with, do you have a, I know you mentioned, um, in your video, the hour long video about getting into gaming, mm. um, it was one of the, the Atelier <laughs> games that you were, that was very important to you. Yes. Um, that's right. is that, do you consider that your favorite game or do you have a, like, uh, do you have favorites? Uh, amongst the Italian games, um, I would say it still stands out as a really a big favorite to me. Yes, um, mm, okay. and it, it, I can't, I can never forget that particular history and that particular experience. Uh, so mm. it it just colors everything for me about that game. Uh, pe mm -hmm. People have since talked to me about the the game's difficulty level with the alchemy, and uh, I I I didn't even notice it at the time when I was playing it. <laughs> sure. But I get pretty obsessive about alchemy and crafting, so uh, I I never worry about pouring hours and hours into it. I'm retired. I can do that, you know. Not <laughs> not not everybody can and I understand that, but they sure. they they pointed out that the uh, the alchemy system is particularly tricky at times in that game. Uh, it suited mm -hmm. me because it's it's what I call a more text-based approach. Um, mm. But uh, I, I do understand that criticism. And the Atelier games have never, ever been good at providing really in-depth guidance into their system. They just tell mm. you a few of the basics, and then they say, well, uh, be happy exploring. Find out stuff for yourself. And uh, <laughs> Yes, it's it's just a bit too big and complex for that. You know, it it, it helps mm. if you if you're given if you're given at the right moment a bit more um, tutorial than what they provide. Yeah, but sure. uh, since uh, Atelier's changed a lot, and and the latest games, especially the Riser games, have completely revamped the system to make it that much more approachable and so so much easier to do things uh, than in the older games. But I still mm. love I still love the Atelier games on the PS3, and I think that. Dusk trilogy is is probably still overall my favorite of all of them. Yes. Mm. Mm. Uh, do you have a favorite anime? It would have to be. I mean, that's another tough one, but it would probably have to be Made in Abyss. Mm, okay. 
Mm. Um, and uh, have you seen all of the like the movies and everything, or have you just seen the first season? Or no, they showed it here. They in New Zealand they sometimes break things up differently. It was a I thought I'd seen two seasons of it, but it could just have been a very, you know, the full season one. I'm not quite sure. Um, I see. So I think what's called season two, the one, I think it's been released in Japan, would I be right? But it hasn't been localized yet. I haven't, mm -hmm. I haven't seen anything beyond what has been available here to us yeah so no gotcha. i'm still waiting i'm still waiting mm -hmm. yeah and i didn't watch the movies because they look to me like mainly a, a recap of everything mm, so okay. um but i may need to have another look at that yeah i see uh you and so with manga that's been a recent mm. uh a recent uh development in hobbies it, are there any other hobbies or interests that you're interested in pursuing but like haven't done so yet anything that looks you know potentially you know uh fun to you that you haven't experienced yet um, like in terms of a new hobby well Perhaps not hobbies so much. I mean, we have sort of hobbies, you know, uh, like mm -hmm. we like going traveling in our camper van. I don't know whether that's a hobby, but it certainly is a time out, you know, and that's important. Mm -hmm. um, I'm I'm big into classic movies, and I mm. I do talk quite a bit about that also. Um, uh, on my channel, but, you know, in the text section of the channel. Uh, and mm -hmm. uh, But I would have to say the only other, because I'm now at the stage of life where I'm looking at what can I still do. You know, you've got to be mm -hmm. realistic. And there's certain things like physically that I cannot do anymore like I used to. So sure. I'm pretty housebound these days. Uh, but there's one thing I might want to return to, uh, and that would then occupy all of my time, and that would mm -hmm. be um, fiction writing. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. That that uh, I'm I I have to wait for the right time. I I don't know why, but I do everything like that, and I will mm. know when the moment comes, just as I did with that video about how I got onto gaming. It I know when the right moment comes, and then I might just um, retire, you know, shut the door, and devote myself to that. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I, it makes sense to just you know do stuff when it feels right when you want to do it the most. I think that's a very good uh, attitude uh, and approach to it's, to it's, it's like some, that. some people are really good with setting themselves goals and setting up a timeline and then sitting down and sticking to it. And I admire mm -hmm. that approach enormously. <laughs> but sure. uh, but I'm just not wired that way at all, you know. And with me everything has to go through inclination and and instinct and i i take that route and 
it either works or it doesn't. And if something doesn't work, I just step back and say, okay, the time's not right. I've learned that, you know, it can take a long time for the right moment to arrive and you've got to be patient. And that can be very difficult when you're younger in particular. Mm. Um, But uh, for me, it's a lot easier now. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I, that's the one thing I think I might still want to do. I've still got a few uh, stories that uh, have been left untold. And yeah. Mm. And I do love fiction above everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, now for um, in the in the game sphere, the anime sphere, manga sphere, are there any um, titles that you are looking forward to trying next like what what's on the horizon what are you excited to well for the next, the, the next new things? i've got a few um new manga that are sort of arriving and that are piling up and just today mm-hmm. i received the first volume of a vagabond oh vagabond is great yeah yes. i thought it would be it's uh i've I very much follow the advice of uh, subscribers on my channel and on Twitter Mm. followers, and uh, they... Most of them have been reading uh, manga for most of their younger lives, and uh, there is just a fund of knowledge and experience there, and I honestly haven't gone wrong so far with anything they have suggested. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm very happy to do that. I've also got uh, one volume called Other World Barbara. That's a bit... Other World Barbara? Yes, <laughs> that's a, quite a classic one, and uh, I... Yeah, I, I'm. It, it it looks beautiful. I'm I'm looking oh. forward to that. Uh, so uh, a few more unusual ones, perhaps. Um, yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm all I'm all set. I've got one here. Just a moment. Uh, by Naoki Urasawa, and it's called Asadora. Yes, that's his newest one. It's it's yeah. very solid so far. Yes, that's so. Um, I've got the first volume of that here. That was suggested to me by Ray, who is the the artist uh, for my channel. He does the um, mm. he does the weekly um, a drawing, which is highly popular. I always joke that uh-huh. that people just come to my community section because they want to see Ray's latest drawing, um, <laughs> uh, but that is uh, that is well deserved praise. He he does absolutely amazing work. Um, so he suggested Asadora, so I've I've got that waiting. Um, yeah. So, but please. Anyone, feel free to send me your suggestions. I'm happy to have them all. <laughs> uh, would you like some suggestions from me right uh, now? Oh, I would not mind at all. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not sure what is easy to get for you in New mm-hmm. Zealand, but someone's just from what you've mentioned so far, have you read or watched, actually, there's a show now, Vinland Saga? Um. <sighs> This has come up quite a bit, and I mm-hmm. think I think I tried to watch it as an anime, 
And mm-hmm. I must have looked at the first episode and it just did not click with me. Mm, and, I see. And, uh, but it keeps coming up and I've got it on my list to check it as a manga. Maybe, uh, maybe that will work better. I don't know. I think that will work better because I think the manga is better uh-huh. uh, personally. Yeah. Uh, the anime is slightly different in how it starts, uh-huh. and I think the manga actually, uh, how it presents the story, I think, yep. is the way to go. Yeah. So I, I, I'd be very curious to see what you thought of that okay. one. I think that one's really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like Urasawa, I think um, Pluto has that been recommended to you yet? Uh, not much. No, that is, mm. that is not so far on much on my horizon. So, but I have um, a feeling I will delve into everything he's done. Yeah. Pluto is a shorter one. It's about eight volumes, and it's it's a an adapt an official adaptation by him of an Astro Boy story. Uh, oh. But it's it's his take on it. It's a psychological sort of like it's it's very much in the same tone as Monster. Mm-hmm. So imagine you know mm-hmm. classic Astro Boy characters, mm-hmm. but drawn in his style and with mm-hmm. his storytelling, mm-hmm. and so it's a really you know. Psychological horror drama. Oh, it's yes. really great. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah you so. mention horror, and I have to mention, I've just started reading uh, Junji Ito. Oh, Uzu, I saw you've been reading Uzumaki, right? Uzumaki, yeah. I've started it, mm. and I'm. I literally have to ration myself. I just. I'm. I'm. I haven't been emptying the dishwasher or cleaning the bathtub or anything <laughs> because uh, you know I. I just sit there wanting to read that book. Yeah, it's it's completely got me in its grip. So um, I'm already thinking about what other ones to get when I finish that. Yeah, uh, to- mm-hmm. Tormier has been suggested to me. Oh yes, yes. Uh, do you like um, slice of life stuff more? You know, lighter, just about I, you know, I, that, that kind of genre. I do, but um, it's got a it's got to have something pulling me through either the mm. story or some really really interesting characters i've okay. i've got one at the moment i'm reading in between and it's called hakume and mikochi and that's about uh, it's called uh, the oh. subtitle is the tiny little life in the woods Mm. So this is slice of life of having a tiny little life in the woods, and it is completely charming, and mm. and adorable, and and slightly odd at times. And yes, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, to me that's slice of life, or or okay. something like laid back. Camping, you know, Euro camp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that would be that slice very of very charming. Li- that that would be slice of life, wouldn't it? Yeah, and we do watch that in between. Uh, but I'm not good at ha- starting one of those and going all the way through. I I eat them mm. as little snacks in between. I see. I see. Yeah. Did you have uh, one you wanted to recommend in particular? Um. 
from let's see i'm, I'm literally just looking yeah. at my shelf yeah, shelves yeah, right I, now i'm doing the um, same i've got them all piled have you read up uh, or heard of a bride story I haven't read it, uh, but I know about it because a friend of mine on Twitter um, uh, read it and she she showed me the um, cover images from the books and that got me interested. Mm -hmm. And because I've got a background in social anthropology, uh, those mm. types of stories, um, especially set with tribal cultures, um, are always mm -hmm. um, interesting to me, yeah. And that looked very appealing, yeah. Uh, I think you would like that a lot. Mm. Um, the author, she is, uh, she traveled to Central Asia herself mm. and mm. did a lot of studying mm. of the culture. Um, and she's a, uh, she also did a manga called Emma, which is about um, uh, Victorian England, which I have not read, but mm. I hear is very good. Mm. But I, I, but she clearly is very interested in you know mm -hmm. 19th century mm -hmm. you know history mm -hmm. and uh so if i i feel like that would be very appealing to you yes um i did have a look at that but there was some problem getting the manga here in new mm. zealand i often find that they might have just uh, one or two of the later volumes still available but the early I ones see. you know usually volume one two three with almost anything is just uh, you know missing mm. and tough to come by yeah, yeah yeah so i sometimes if i'm lucky i might spot it somewhere or go to a specialist retailer i do that now but um it gets difficult i have to import it with fedex you know it's i mm. so i have to be a bit selective unfortunately and what I get and how I do it. Mm. But sure, I, keep, sure. I keep all these on my list and I just keep looking around and uh, the day will come when I find it. I'm always hopeful. You never know. I mean, yep. even some, they just announced a manga that I've always been very interested in um, called Yokohama Kaidashi mm -hmm. Kiko. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was, that came out like 1994 uh it's never had an english manga mm -hmm. release and only this year <laughs> did it finally you know uh finally it's getting uh, localized in english which mm -hmm. so it's like you never know you know oh, uh, stuff that is, as stuff get that is amazing mm -hmm. that is amazing so yeah. um i hope i manage to pick up the news when that comes out because that's uh, mm -hmm. i do seem to like the very the older and classic ones um i seem to have mm -hmm. a liking for them yeah they seem to speak to me <laughs> yeah um and uh Apologies if I'm just barraging you with, uh, no, no, <laughs> with recommendations. I, I, I actually like being barraged. I'm a sponge, you know. I I just soak up everything that people throw my way. Um, I'm, I'm always happy with that, yeah. Um, uh, I've got a couple more manga to recommend, and then mm -hmm. one anime, mm -hmm. and then I, I promise I'll uh, leave you alone uh, for, for the time being. But um, uh, have you read uh, Delicious in Dungeon? No, but... You know, it's only a few days ago that I came across it and I tried mm. looking at it and I can't even remember whether is it also it's an anime and a manga, is that right? Uh, no uh, anime adaptation no, so far. It's only a manga. Okay, I must have looked at the manga uh, 
online at some details and I mm. was puzzled, but I sort of walked away. I didn't put do it... Do you know the, the premise? Uh, it's, well, it's got something to do with food. In mm. in and going in, it's it sounded like a traditional uh, a group of people going into a dungeon, you know, um, and that is usually. I think that's why I must have looked at it because I'm I love just straightforward stereotypical stories about parties of adventurers going into dungeons because mm -hmm. that's sure. what i like doing in video games you know i'm i'm sure, a, I'm, sure. I'm a dungeon crawler so uh -huh. any of those stories i'm happy there was one called i loved it's called goblin slayer Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I love that. Um, so mm. I think that's why I must have looked at Delicious and Dungeon, but I couldn't wrap my head around what it was, <laughs> so it sort of didn't register. You're telling me I need to go back and have another look at it. Is that right? So what Delicious and Dungeon is about is, you're right, it's a uh, party of adventurers going into a dungeon, mm -hmm. but what uh, what's great is that they are poor and can't, afford supplies mm -hmm. so they have to start cooking the monsters <laughs> that they yeah. encounter okay um as and it's presented as almost like a gourmet food manga <laughs> okay it's a comedy okay but so it's like oh how do you how do you cook uh Ooh. you know like uh one of them is like how do you cook living armor turns out you can cook living armor <laughs> okay. and, uh, and they just yeah they have it almost broken down as like recipes and yes. you know one of the characters is horrified she doesn't want to eat any of it but then she tries it and she's like oh it tastes pretty good yeah you know, yeah, it's, yeah um but, but, it, it's very charming but uh it, I'm just wondering, can you assure mm -hmm. me that this is not a one-joke story? Yes, because uh, what happens is, uh, uh, the, for the first maybe volume or so, it's you know, it's it's kind of like a comedy. But there's also a because uh, they're they're trying to save the main character's mm -hmm. sister mm -hmm. uh, who was captured. Yeah. And what happens is the world around them really starts to build up and it can get pretty serious mm -hmm. later on. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's a really nice balance of like there's some really funny, like charming mm -hmm. moments of, yeah. you know, the cooking. Yeah. But there is definitely a deeper narrative um, of intrigue and, you know. Uh, okay. You know, suspense going yeah. on. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. It's very, very good. Okay. Um, okay. It goes on the list. It goes on the list. Okay. <laughs> um, have you read Full Metal Alchemist? No. And I haven't seen the anime either. It's one of those mm. big classic ones that has mm -hmm. been in my anime queue forever mm -hmm. uh, and i have to think very carefully about starting a new one that is very long mm -hmm. and very deep because i tend to watch them together with my husband his time is limited he's still working sure. uh, so mm -hmm. getting him to start something new and that big is I've got to mm -hmm. pick the right moment. If I pick the wrong moment mm -hmm. and he walks off, then I'm left watching it on my own. So uh, I, I, see. I was lucky when we started watching Hunter Hunter because that's a pretty mm -hmm. that's a pretty big and long one, and we just went 
all the way through consistently. We we never stopped mm. watching it, and he absolutely adored it. So that was great. But I know I have to pick the right moment. So this is one of the one of the probably few big ones that's still left on my anime watch list that we haven't watched yet. I don't know if anyone's given you this spiel yet, but uh, uh, you should watch Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Has anyone given you this argument before? Uh, no, uh, I haven't really, uh, because I know there is so much of Fullmetal Alchemist and mm. it's uh, there's a lot of depth. In it. It's a bit like the Fate universe, you know. There is so much there that you people become specialists, and that's when I start sort of rolling my eyes and backing out because uh, uh-huh. it it can get too much at times, you know. So sure. uh, I just, if I want to watch something, I start at the beginning and mm-hmm. I just see how I go, you know. So um. Mm. For Fullmetal Alchemist specifically, um, uh, I think if if you have access to it, the manga is the best way to experience it. It's it, really wonderful. It's, um, you say it's better than watching the anime. Um, I would say that's the best option. Yeah. And then if that's not available to you, yeah. um, there are two shows. There's Fullmetal Alchemist that was in 2003, and then there was there's Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, mm-hmm. which was a a remake of and. Brotherhood is the one that follows the manga story. Uh, oh. The original Fullmetal Alchemist in 2003 starts following the mm. story, and then because it ran out of material, mm. it completely diverges into what I think is a very inferior <laughs> inferior uh, story. Uh, okay. Whereas Brotherhood yeah. is the is just is you start from the beginning and it goes through the whole manga. From start to finish. So, in so, fact, that is the uh, that is the better option to start with the Brotherhood. That's generally the agreed upon. Okay. I mean, there I, there are there are merits to the original, mm. but uh, I personally am not a fan. I okay. think the original manga is the way to go, and Brotherhood is like a very good adaptation of okay. the manga. That would explain a lot because I I hadn't realized this before, so I'm I'm very grateful that you explained this uh, because I mm-hmm. know I have watch the first episode of the you know original uh, full metal alchemist mm-hmm. anime i've watched it or parts of it several times over the years and i always thought well this mm-hmm. looks like a great story but i don't know why i never continued with it you know as well though mm-hmm. so um i will give uh, i will give the brotherhood a try yeah mm. Yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts uh, if you do check it out. Mm. Um, and then by the same author, there's mm. a manga called Silver Spoon, mm. which also has a great anime as mm. well. It's about um, a a high school boy who goes to a farming school mm. uh, and learns about farming. And it's it's extra interesting because the original, the author is grew up on a farm. Oh, so yeah. it's all very, uh, very like in detail you know like how it all works it's very funny very charming Mm. um and it's all about him sort of finding his way of like uh what does he want to do with his life and that kind of thing it's very inspiring yeah um so that's that's another great one that sounds very good and sounds like the sort of thing that my husband would enjoy too so it would be easy to get Mm. into yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, okay, no, fine. That's uh, I see. I'm all set. Uh, could you uh, uh, could you also please provide some spare hours in the day, like top me up to twenty eight or thirty hours per day, so I can watch and read all this? <laughs> I, I, I'm already, you know. Uh, it's 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 great it's great uh, yeah. i i go to bed at night you know uh, i don't read uh, manga at, at bedtime but uh, mm. i go to bed and i think oh what shall i read and watch tomorrow and there's just the mm. the anticipation you know and uh, that's great <laughs> yeah yeah i i think it's it's you know, it's important that you you look forward to every day you have. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'll leave you with one final one, and then I will wrap up. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the uh, and my favorite anime. Uh, I don't know if you'll have access to it in New Zealand, but maybe if you do. I know my friend in Australia mm. uh, had access mm -hmm. to it, but uh, it's a show called Chihaya Furu. I don't know if you've heard of this one. Uh, I'm not sure. It doesn't ring a bell at the moment. Uh, if you mm -hmm. can uh, text me through um, the details on that. If it's available in Australia, because we usually share the same distribution channels with Australia. So mm -hmm. I, it looks vaguely familiar. I'd have to uh, check that. Um, right. Yes, I know I've come across that recently. I... But, yeah, I need to look into that. Uh, hopefully, yes, yeah. because, as I said, uh, Australia, we, we get a lot of stuff from the Australian distribution channels, like uh, mm. uh, an outfit called Madman is based in Australia, and they... Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. and they, uh, they do a lot of the both anime and manga distribution and provision. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, basically how that well, the premise of that one is it's uh, about a high school girl who plays uh, a Japanese card game called Karuta, which is a poetry based reflex game where you have to hit uh, verses of cards in poetry uh, faster than your opponent. It's like a niche yes. game in Japan. Yes, I, uh, I've watched the first episode. I remember it now. Yeah, I have watched the first episode and it was. Um, what did you think of it? I thought it was absolutely amazing. I, I, oh, that's great. Yeah, I just love the whole detail about the card game and um, uh, the interaction between the boy and the girl. Um, yeah, mm. I, uh, but I can see this. That, that was just the first episode was just, a, a, you know, a little opening on this world. I can see there's just, mm. uh, you know, there's just so much more to come. So, yeah. I, yeah. So that means I've got it in my sitting in my queue. As you can tell, I do, um, I do look at a lot of anime. It's it's almost a daily routine with me that I might uh, check one or two by just watching mm. part of or the whole first episode just to figure out. Is this something I might want to watch in the future? And then, it, sure. you know, it either gets tagged yes or no in the queue. And I do that with a lot. And uh, being a senior lady, I sometimes uh, forget. But um, 
you know, that, that brought back the instant memory. I was obviously really impressed with those. The cards just mm. flying all over the place. It was, yes, it was yes. just amazing. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it left an impact on you. And yeah. if you ever are able, uh, you should watch more because it's yeah. really wonderful, yeah. really uh, just a beautiful show. I promise. Um, I promise I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, and thank you so much for just taking the time. This was uh, a really enjoyable conversation for me. I hope you also I had a, um, had a good time. I had a lot of fun. Thank you very much. And um, uh, who knows? Uh, we might be able to do it again in the future. Oh, yes, absolutely. And you feel free at any time, you know, mm -hmm. uh, DM me on Twitter or mm -hmm. Discord, you know, if you just want any more recommendations mm -hmm. or just want to share, yes, I, you know, yes, I'm I love discussing and yeah. recommending things to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and would love and would love to do more in the future. Yes. But um, before we wrap up, uh, where can people find you and, and your channel? Um, it's really I try to keep it simple. Um, I'm Food for Dogs, and that's the name I use both for my YouTube channel and on Twitter. And that's it, really. That's that's all I do. Uh, and if you haven't checked out her channel uh, and or Twitter, uh, it's great. So go check it out. And thank you very much for taking the time. This has been this has been lovely. Uh, thank you. I really did enjoy it. Bye-bye.